It's been great this week. I appreciate y'all for riding with you, girl. Right here on the morning shift where shift happens. The morning shift is officially being brought to you by Gatlin Mortuary, located at 500 East Alden Avenue, right here in the beautiful Azalea City of Valdosta. In your family's time of need, please make sure that you call on the name that you can trust, and that is the name of Gatlin Mortuary. Gatlin Mortuary is owned and operated by my dear brother, Mr. James K. Gatlin, who is also a licensed funeral director and embalmer. At Gatlin Mortuary, we provide modern-day services with traditional values and can be reached by calling area code 229-247-4141. Again, that's area code 229-247-4141. Gatlin Mortuary would like to announce the passing of Mr. Freddie King of Valdosta, Georgia. The life celebration services for Mr. Freddie King will be held on tomorrow, March the 20th at 2 o'clock p.m. at CDC City of Praise Church in Remington, Georgia. Apostle James Smith is the pastor and Pastor Kenneth Rozier will officiate. Public visitation will be held today at Gatlin Mortuary from 9 o'clock a.m. until 6 o'clock p.m. Again, the life celebration services for Mr. Freddie King will be held tomorrow at 2 o'clock p.m. at CDC City of Praise Church in Remington, Georgia, where Apostle James Smith serves as the pastor and Pastor Kenneth Rozier will officiate. Public visitation will be held today from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. It is also with great sadness that Gatlin Mortuary announces the passing of Mr. Randy Furlow of Valdosta, Georgia. The life celebration services for Mr. Randy Furlow are currently incomplete, but will be announced at a later date by the staff and management of Gatlin Mortuary. It is also with great sadness that Gatlin Mortuary announces the passing of Ms. Wanda Williams of Valdosta, Georgia. The life celebration services are currently incomplete, but will be announced at a later date by the staff and management of Gatlin Mortuary. On behalf of Mr. James K. Gatlin and the fine professional staff at Gatlin Mortuary, we'd like to thank the King, the Furlough, and the Williams family for entrusting us with the final rights of your loved one uh, to serve you with excellence through professional service. You can reach Gatlin Mortuary again by calling area code 229-247-4141. We're open 24 hours a day, seven days a week for all of your needs. Before we um, finish off with frustration this morning, I read I read something in the Bible app that caught my eye this morning. And I want us to look at this. I want us to look at this. Because it blessed me. It really did. And um, let's listen. It says, from Ephesians chapter 4, verse 31 and 32, from the Message Bible. Make a clean break with all cutting, backbiting, profane talk. Be gentle with one another sensitive forgive one another as quickly and thoroughly as god in christ forgave you oh uh, honey if that didn't 
that blessed me. That make a clean break. I'm talking to somebody's spirit this morning. Talking to somebody's stronghold this morning. Talking to somebody's hold up and hindrance this morning. Make a clean break. With all cutting, backbiting, profane talk. If I had to use for a subject this morning. And give you something to think about as you go along through your day. Give us something to think about. Make a clean break. With all cutting, backbiting, and profane talk. Make, oh, my subject. I'm taking a break. That's my subject for today. I'm taking a break. I mean a clean break. Taking a break. It's important, beautiful people. As we go through our day to day. It's important for us. To govern what we say. Watch, be careful what we say. It's unnecessary. Ain't even called for. And beneath you, it's beneath you to be caught up in cutting, backbiting, profane talk. That that's 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 beneath us. Getting rid of it. All of it. Just think about how much more happy. Think about how much more peaceful our lives can be if we got rid of bitterness. Just think of how much better you could be. How much more productive you can be. How much more pleasant you can be. How much more prosperous and successful you can be. If you got rid of all of this stuff that's holding you up and holding you back. Bitterness and rage and anger and harsh words and slander. All types of evil behavior. I think some people just, some people get a kick out of uh, cutting people and backbiting and stuff. It just be so much of it. It just make you, I know for me, it just really, it irritates me. It irks me. All the backbiting and stuff. You know, the old people used to say that. You know, backbiting. You know, gossiping. You with this person today, but you're talking about him and backbiting tomorrow. What what fun is that? I mean, I know it's evil and I know, I know it's wrong. But what? I don't know. Some people just do it so often. It's, we got to get rid of it out your life and take a break. We just got to take a... I'm taking a break. A clean break.
Don't want to do it. Don't want to be about it. Don't want to be a part of it. Sometimes just your name being a part of it is worse than you saying it. You being around in the crowd with people doing all this. But I said instead, be kind to each other. Let's work on being kind. Work on being tenderhearted. Where what affects people who you say you love affects you too. What hurts other people have some hurt and pain to you. Forgiving one another. Taking a clean break. A long break too. A long break. Like a forever break. Anyway, I just thought that was uh, very significant for the Friday. Very significant for a Friday. Making a clean break with all cutting, backbiting, and profane talk. Clean break. Ain't got time for it. I'm too busy working my plan. I'm too busy making this bread I'm too busy bringing home the bag I'm too busy trying to do the life that God gave me to worry about and spend my time talking about somebody else worried about their life and who they with and not with and why they broke up, why they got divorced, why they ain't together. I don't got time for that. I'm trying to make it do what it do over in my lane. You know what I'm saying? I'm making it do what it do over here. When we invest time into becoming better people for ourselves and, you know, our own families, we don't got time. And even if I had time in my business schedule, I'm going to have that time resting. I'm going to have that time resting. You know, when we talk about messages like this, you know, people don't don't want to hear it. It's not not popular, but it's necessary. Well, our world would be a better place that if it ain't got nothing to do with you, if that person ain't done nothing to you, you don't let other people turn you. On somebody that, that you don't even halfway, you don't even know these folks. And heard of them, seen them here and there. And a lot of people's blessings, a lot of people's blessings are being held up because of how they talk about folks. A lot of our blessings are being held up and held back. For what proceeds out of our mouth towards other people. Nope, that don't got nothing to do with me. Nope, it don't got nothing to do with me. Don't got nothing to do with me. Not hopping on no bandwagon. No, I'm not part. Nope. Nope. Nope, 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 no. But forgive each other. Quickly and thoroughly. Quickly and thoroughly. That's what the Bible say. So, anywho. 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 Whenever we don't um, manage 
our frustrations correctly. It is very toxic to relationships. Hear me when I'm talking. When we do not properly manage our frustration, it is toxic to our relationships and our marriages. That's why it's important for us to learn how to manage our frustration. We've been dealing with that on this week for the days that, well, a couple of days because we kind of went left on Wednesday with gripped and control. But for the most part, we've been talking about frustration and how to identify it, how to, you know, how it affects us and how we can manage it. So like a couple of days ago, as a matter of fact, it was on on Tuesday, I had a moment of frustration. I mean, no, I was, remember we talked about frustration tolerance, how we all have an annoyance tolerance and we can only take so much before we kind of like, okay, now we either going to poof and blow up or we're going to figure out a way to um, uh, remedy ourselves of those frustrations. So on Tuesday afternoon, listen to this, y'all. So on Tuesday, my husband frustrated me. Yes, the apostle frustrated me. So he called me, and he likes to go. He loves going fishing and stuff. So he called me, and he was like, Honey, you remember that place we went to in Alabama? You know, there was this, you know, we... I can't remember the name of it and where we stayed and yada, yada, yada. So I said, let me look that up. These are my words. Let me look that up. So he was like, you remember you were telling me where the marina blew up and it was all on the news and you remembered that by seeing it on the news and, you know, da, 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 da. So I said, okay, let me look that up. So I typed in Guntersville Marina Explosion. Because what he was trying to do was find out exactly what part we were in so he can go to that same place to go fishing. He didn't want to go to another place. This place is huge, like miles and miles and miles and miles and miles and miles. And so he wanted to stay in the same place. So I'm saying, let me look that up. Okay? I looked it up based off of the news, and then I pulled up the hotel that we stayed in when we were there last year. Now, mind you, I'm telling the man, I'm looking it up. So then I pulled up the hotel. I said, honey, it's the Hampton Inn in Gunnersville. This is the address. I'm on city. You sure that's it? Yes, honey, I'm looking it up, and this is where we stayed at. No, I don't think that's where we stayed at. Are you looking it up? For, honey, I need to make sure. I want to go back to the same place that I went to. Yeah, no, no, no. Honey, I just sat here and told you. I looked it up. So you get mad at me because I'm asking you to, if that's the right one? Yes. I'm not getting mad. Honey, why are you raising your voice? Because I'm telling you that I'm looking it up. I pulled it up on the computer. So you getting mad at me. I just want to make sure that that's the place that we were at when we went. I'm looking it up. That's it. I'm I'm going to email you the address. I just, 
I just want to make sure that's the same one that we went to uh, the last time. So I can make, and once we get to that hotel, then I know where I, which uh, boat ramp I need. Honey, 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 honey. Listen, listen at me. I just looked it up on Google. I just looked it up on Google and I just sent you the address. When I tell you that boy frustrated me, it's been a long time since he done frustrated me like that. But you know, when you keep, I was frustrated, y'all, with all the questions he kept asking me. Now, keep in mind, this phone call wasn't but like four minutes. It was only four minutes. All the questions he kept asking me about what I knew I was telling him to be right, and he kept making it like I didn't know what I was doing, got me to... It got me beyond my level of frustration tolerance. So why am I saying this? I just talked about it on Tuesday. We just went through the whole thing on the morning shift on Tuesday. And I knew that I was getting frustrated. I knew he was bothering me. I knew that I was almost about to... ah! But listen at this. So what it taught me was this. None of what we know help us if we don't apply it at the right time. So when we're dealing with frustrations, if we don't take the time to apply, remember what we said about owning it? When you don't take the time to say, you know, honey, you fr- you frustrate me. And I didn't think I really had to say those words. We've been together for 27 years. He knew he was frustrating me. None of what we know help us if we don't apply it at the right time. So when we are frustrated, if we move too fast, listen, if we move too fast in our moment of frustration, if we do not pause to gather our thoughts and manage our emotions, we are going to respond harshly and aggressively. And that's exactly what you don't want in a relationship. Because remember I said, it's okay for us to be frustrated. It's not okay for us to become aggressive. And sometimes the only time, sometimes the only resolve seems to be being aggressive. Because you don't try every other means. You don't try every other means and opportunity to say, I'm frustrated. To say, honey, this is the hotel that we stayed in. Honey, this is where we went. Honey, I'm looking at the picture of Google Earth. And I see where we got off. I see what we saw. I Knew what I was talking about. But he didn't believe me. So when we get frustrated, honey, that thing will take a life of its own. Even in marriages, it will take a life of its own. And you'll be trying to figure out, like, I was still saying, honey, that didn't change. I still love you. I I still was trying to help the man. 
but he wasn't letting me. He wasn't trying to do that. And because he wouldn't let me help him, it frustrated me. Oh, boy, am I talking so... Oh, that just went... Oh, that went to a message. I was trying to help him. I was trying to be a help me. I was trying to do what the Bible told me to do. What I was created for, to help him. But he wouldn't let me help him. And because... He wouldn't let me help him. It was frustrating me. So whenever you find yourself not being able to do what you were created to do, it'll frustrate you. For those of you who are struggling, preach this little girl, for those of you who are struggling, make sure that you're not frustrated because you're not doing what you were called and chosen and blessed to do. So you, we have to make sure we don't let ourselves get so frustrated that we can't control it. That we don't allow ourselves to get so frustrated that we can't stop or and put a pause on ourselves. Right? We 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 can't. Just remember, I said when we don't properly manage our frustrations, it's toxic to relationships. Sisters, a man, listen up, a man or your husband will get frustrated with you and get frustrated when you don't allow him to be to you what God created him to be for you. Let him love you or frustrate him. Let him take care of you or frustrate him. I know you're used to doing it on your own. I know you're used to being independent, but don't frustrate your husband when he's trying to be the head and have a vision for the house and you won't let it. My brothers that's on here, let her help you. If we gon' if we gonna grind, if we're gonna be successful, we're gonna hustle together. We're gonna grind together. I don't want you to have to do everything. It bothers me when I see, and it's their business, but I'm just saying it because I know what, it just bothers me when a man got to work three and four jobs and his wife sitting home talking about, I know we struggling. Help the man. Help him. He wouldn't be so tired. He wouldn't be too tired to be intimate with you. If he wasn't working three or four jobs. So when we, that was a shift. So when we don't function within our purpose, when we're not allowed to function within our purpose, we get frustrated. And it's hard. It's hard to love someone who's frustrated. It's hard. Love somebody who frustrated. Because frustration will take up a, a life of its own in relationships. So it's important for us to manage our emotions. Don't misalign your expectations. Don't, don't misalign them. Put them where they're supposed to be. I, little girl, I know you bossy. You when you you were by yourself for eighteen years. 
10 years after the first divorce or whatever, let the man lead. Help him lead. Help him be the head. And no need in us being frustrated. And you know, come to think of it, that man ain't apologized to me. It's been two days, and I just thought about it. We've been getting along good now. We don't, we don't not get along. We get along good. But I just thought about it. Him didn't apologize for frustrating me. <laughs> I'm going to text him and say, honey. You didn't apologize for frustrating me about that fishing thing. But then again, the word that we got this morning said we need to make a clean break and forgive quickly and thoroughly, even without an apology. Him sure didn't apologize, though. And now that I think about it, because he knew that what he was doing was agitating and aggravating me. He knew it. But he didn't, he didn't say sorry. That he was wrong and asked me to forgive him. I ain't mentioned a word about it. I mean, he ain't said a word about it. Actually, I forgot about it until we started talking about being frustrated. I thought about it this week. I might just let him have that one until he bring it up again. Because I can see him now. Now, I emailed it to him, y'all, but I can see him now. Um, I thought you said you were going to email me the address. I did email it to you. Did you check your email? I got frustrated just thinking about him asking it. Did you check it? What you need to do check it okay y'all y'all told me to let it go michelle said let it go so i'm gonna let it go i'm gonna let it I'm gonna let it frustrate me and bother me ah, ah. anyway beautiful people it's been an amazing week i thank y'all for riding with your girl right here on the morning shift to where shift happens remember when we don't manage our frustrations it will affect our relationships. And just because you know what you know, if you don't apply what you know at the right time, it's useless. So pause, gather your thoughts, manage your emotions, don't move too swift when you're frustrated, and things will go just